Crazy Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage and studios, it's The Ramsey Show. Where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, where they talk about relationships and mental wellness every day. You can check it out as a podcast. It is very popular. He's also a number one best-selling author. Is my co-host today. Shelly's going to start this hour off in Kansas City. Hi, Shelly. How are you? Yes. Hi. So glad to talk to you both. You too. Um, I have a question. I am trying to downsize my home. And I'm not sure if I should buy or sell first, and I don't want to get into a bad financial situation. So I was wondering what your opinion is on that. Well, I've noticed that the real estate market has slowed down. Have you noticed that? Yes, definitely. Okay. And what that means to me is, is if you were to buy another house, and then it took two years to sell yours, that could put you in a pinch. Yes, understood. So I'm going to sell yours first, and then I'm going to buy another one, or I'm going to go rent somewhere until I buy another one, one of the two. It might entail a double move. It might entail doing something we used to do back before real estate went crazy white hot, was we used to do a contingency. I will sell Mm -hmm. mine to you contingent upon me being able to find one in the next 30 days. Okay, so they can write a clause into the contract. You can write anything you want to in a contract if you can get them to do it. Okay. Um, Okay. I've got a family member who sold their house with with cash recently, and in -hmm. the contract they are renting it back from the buyer for 60 days. That gives them time to get moved into their new place. And so they've actually sold the house, and now they're renting it for like a dollar a month. It was just written into the deal. Um, so there's a bunch of different ways you can do that. I actually did that. I rented mine back for almost three months uh, last year. Oh, your your other house, yeah. And when I sold the big house yeah. on the hill. And, okay. Um, okay. Know. So what amount of time would you suggest knowing that I need to go out and look and find somewhere else? I mean, can you go as long as rent it back for six months? Whatever you can talk somebody into. Whatever I can get the whatever you can get somebody to do, you know. Now here's the thing: the more crap you put on it, the harder it is to sell your house, right? (laughs) So, so what we did, what we did in our case was, we went and uh, were already shopping before ours sold. We looked at other Mm -hmm. properties. We went and viewed homes. We looked at neighborhoods. We decided, okay, we're going to move to this neighborhood, and here's three houses on the market. I buy this one tomorrow if our sales and when our sold that one was gone but there was another one yeah. that popped up that was pretty similar and we jumped into it mm-hmm. and it made a good deal and it was just fine so kind of have it narrowed down the type of thing and the area and it might mm-hmm. even be that the house you look at today is still on the market when you get ready to buy the one you pick out and then it could be fairly mm-hmm. simple and you would go oh I'll, you know i'll be gone and as soon as that seller is gone uh, the only reason we had to stay in our old one a little bit longer was uh, wasn't because we didn't find the other one. It was because the guy that we bought it from wanted to stay. So it was like a chain mm-hmm. reaction thing. He wanted to stay, so we had to stay. And the buyer buying mine didn't need it right then, so it worked out perfectly. But 
again, that was that was uh, 2020. <laughs> it was a different world. 2021. It was a different world. But yeah, uh, crazy stuff out there. Yeah. yeah the uh, um, yeah, you can anything you can talk somebody into. But what I would do is go ahead and select where you want to be. Jamie's with us. Jamie's in Indianapolis. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you. Hello. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, I just have a question. I am already retired. I retired early from teaching, and I've had an annuity for since about two thousand, and it's worth a certain amount. But I could start taking. Twelve thousand five hundred per year from it now, and my question is: Should I start taking that twelve thousand five hundred per year and doing something with that money, or just leave the money in there, which currently has an, uh, it's worth about one hundred and ninety thousand? Can you do a lump sum rollover? Um, I probably could. It's 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 categorized as a retirement annuity. Mm-hmm. But I bought it personally with my own personal money after tax money mm-hmm. okay. all those years ago. Um, I've not checked into whether I can actually yeah. do it. This, a, this a is a over. fixed annuity, so it's paying like 5%? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you can do better than that on $200,000. So if you, let, let's okay. pretend that if you were in mutual funds, you got 10% average, and you're making 5% on 200000 That's $10,000 a year you're missing out on. Right. $1,000 a month almost. Mm-hmm. So if I'm you, I'm going to discuss moving that to a better investment than a 5% investment. Um, I don't own any annuities of that type. I'm 62, so I'm retirement age, and I don't own anything like that. All of my money is in good mutual funds, in, retir- in you know IRAs, 401ks, that kind of thing. So what I would do is just tell you to go to a SmartVestor Pro at RamseySolutions.com, which is an investment advisor. We're not in that business, but we recommend people that are, and um, they can help you. They'll teach you to do it the Ramsey way, and uh, they'll help you learn about it, and you'll get a lot more comfort in being able to move that way. It's a pretty standard thing for a teacher. Give me a quick breakdown. What's an annuity? An annuity is a savings account with an insurance company. Oh, so they're they're doing this for them, mm-hmm. not for us. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Insurance companies uh, cannot sell investments. They're not in the investment business. Insurance brokers, insurance agents are life insurance licensed. They're not securities licensed. Okay. So they, they sell if they sell any kind of an investment, it'll fall under the annuity headline. There's two types, fixed and variable. A fixed is what she had. A lot of teachers have them. That's how I knew that. And uh, most of those are around 5%. That's how I knew that. And uh, then there's, which those are, it's kind of like buying a CD. They lock them in at five. The bank is making 12 on them and they're yeah. keeping the seven. Yeah. yeah okay. They're making, um, I mean, life insurance companies are the largest lenders in the commercial real estate world. Wow. Most of your apartment complexes, shopping malls, skyscrapers are financed by life insurance companies. The money came from whole life policies and annuities. Mm-hmm that you put with them, they pay you a fixed amount, they put the money back out at a higher rate in the mortgage world is where a lot of it is. And so that's how that's how they make so much money. Wow. They make a lot more money on that stuff than they do on the actual insurance the policies. Yeah. So um, kind of follow the money thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it wakes you up. Variable annuities, however, are okay in certain circumstances. I don't own any, but a lot of people do. Because that's a mutual fund inside of an annuity. Okay. And there's a place for that in some cases. So you can look for a variable annuity if you can't do anything else. At a minimum, you need to roll this to that. 
but maybe you just need to go do some good investing with it straight up. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone, and they even have low-cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personalities, my co-host this hour. One of my favorite people on the planet has just walked in. Uh, we're so honored to have him in Nashville today. A new book is out. Sean of the South, officially known as Sean Dietrich. If you're not reading Sean Dietrich, uh, I, I don't know how you know possibly how to exist in the South. One of the things I discovered going to your event last night, Sean, was that uh, we can actually use your material for training the people that have moved to Tennessee or Alabama from California, we can train them how things work. Wow, that's uh, I guess that could be used. I'm not sure how y'all do things with Tennessee because uh, I'm still kind of falling out with your football team. <laughs> <laughs> well, once every 15 years, you whiner. Give us one. Give us one. I believe we've just eliminated our Alabama's margin for error is all we've done. <laughs> the statistical <laughs> oh gosh all right let's get to it there's a new book thank goodness another book by uh sean with the sean magic on it you are my sunshine written about a very personal point in your life where your wife jamie said it's time for you to do something big uh and when jamie says do something sean does it Amen. smart man happy <laughs> wife happy life and so you guys decide you're going to go on a little adventure tell us about it uh, yeah, we. My wife uh, had a cancer scare when we first got married, uh, and it was it was traumatic for us because uh, you know waiting in this waiting period you have uh, you you don't know what comes next, and it's almost worse than the disease itself. And I've heard that from many people. So she made me make a promise during this period of our life that I would do something big with her, which was to ride a 350 mile trail through four states and in the heat of the moment i said i'd do it and uh, many years later the pandemic happened and i'd forgotten all about this and she cashed in on her promise Uh oh and uh, i really had no choice if I, <laughs> <laughs> in the matter 
So the Allegheny Trailhead. So is this the Appalachian Trail? Well, it does ride through the Appalachians, but not, it never cro- it does cross the Appalachian Trail in okay. one spot. But no, it's not the Appalachian Trail. And so you did a you, you did bikes, right? It's a limestone trail, uh, and we rode from Pittsburgh all the way to Georgetown, Virginia. And my groin is still recovering. I was going to say, you're still walking with a limp a little bit. <laughs> yes. I'm shorter after it's all said and done. <laughs> my but Preparation it, H stock has done really well, and I, now I know why. See? You, this man knows. <laughs> how, long, how long did this take? This took us longer to complete than it takes most people to complete veterinary school. <laughs> we, uh, I think it took us about three weeks. Oh it, my God. Some people complete the trail in about a day or two. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's pretty beastly. Yeah. Okay. So this three weeks had to be, uh, you had, you're a collector of stories. I read your column every morning Gosh. and, um, uh, sometimes I'm laughing, sometimes I'm crying, uh, but I cried an Applebee's commercial, so I'm an easy get. So, but <laughs> hey, the, I'm uh, not, you got me this morning, this oh, morning, me, you morning got me this great. morning, Sean, and I, I'm not a crier like Dave is and man, you got me, you well, got me. I am a crier. I, 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 I try well, the to, dog stuff gets me cause I'm a dog guy. Yeah, me too. And so, man, it just, uh. And this new one you got that was abused, that's blind yeah. because of her abuse, is that's crazy. Right. Yeah, she is a, she's a real gift. Uh, she's a real gift to us. So anyway, the adventures on the trail, what happened? Give, uh, us, give us some good ones from the book. The book is You Are My Sunshine, a story of love, promises, and a really long bike ride. <laughs> well, you know, to, to be quite frank with you, uh, I've always been a, a pretty fearful person. Uh, very, very much so, actually. Uh, and I find that... Uh, getting out here expanded my boundary just a little bit and it it helped me get over some of that and so jamie and i both were very active now compared to how we were before this book before i wrote this book uh and we're less afraid of of a few things and that sounds pretty melodramatic but it's true uh just just expanding our boundary walking outside uh, i hate snakes i hate spiders you're very intimate with snakes and spiders mm-hmm. on the trail uh, I'm afraid of poison ivy, deathly afraid of poison ivy. No longer. I mean, I can walk right through it, and I know, you know, maybe I'm going to go through some pain, or maybe not. So, uh, you know, it happened during a very fearful time. The pandemic was a very fearful time. So, um, were people weird on the trail during that time? Or the yes, one? they very much were. Uh, they were <laughs> because of the pandemic. I because of the pandemic had uh, nothing to do with the uh, bearded Alabaman <laughs> in their midst. <laughs> it could have been that. Uh, it was very strange on the trail during that period of time. Some people had, uh, they, they would hold their breath as you passed by, and other times they'd, you know, they had no problem with it at all. Yeah, a miniature version. There's a three-mile loop over near my house because it's a wooded trail that I was doing during that time with my dog, and I'd get out and do it every morning early because I got fat. <laughs> and so I was having to do something to get rid of the fat. I'm just out there walking every morning. And um, there was this couple that would freak out. I would see them every third morning, you know, yeah. but they would, like, walk off into the woods. Yeah, oh. like. 50 yards up into the woods i'm like something's gonna bite you and it ain't gonna be a COVID. you know it's like wow they were freaked i mean but it's like like i had invaded their trail uh-huh. yeah there was a lot of that there was it you we met so many different people on the trail we really did get a little snapshot of america i met people from out west i met people from overseas and everybody dealt with everything very differently so sean and i met several years ago his uh book the stars of alabama had uh came out in 2019 uh, it had in it what I call Sean magic, which is his ability to weave a story together in a way that grabs you by the heart, the throat, the stomach, whatever, wherever it needs to, to get a hold of you to make you react. Uh, world-class storyteller. Um, Gosh. 
You Are My Sunshine, uh, I already picked up. I, I, I just random opened it a while ago and started reading, got down into the story of the uh, pastor that fixed your bike when it broke. Oh, yeah. You know, I just yeah. got sucked into it. It's just like, <laughs> it's. Uh, I can't, I can't, I'm going to have to finish it. I'll have to start it tonight. I'll probably finish it by morning the way I go. Uh, I think I'm going to give you a raise for all this promotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's good writing. It really is. I uh, I'm, I'm not a good writer. I'm really good at marketing, but I really like reading people who know how to write, and this is this is fun. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you, like, I, we, I was telling you before, off air, um, I, I consider myself like the thing I'm obsessed about is a good storyteller, and I was raised in a house with Garrison Keillor and raised in a house with Lewis Grizzard and raised in a house with my parents really um, – uh, taught us to curate good storytelling and uh, my mom's an English professor so I I, I am attuned to great writing and wow. is I don't know how you have the output you do I don't know how you continually get me to stop in my crazy busy life and exhale a little bit and so it becomes this existential gift you give us every morning just to just to breathe. I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't, I read a lot. I can't wait to get into this, man. Can I'm, I come back here every week? Yeah. I mean, this anytime, is, anytime you need. You've done uh, more for my mental health right now. Than <laughs> well, here's I, the thing. <laughs> we just, we traffic in so much fluff and yeah. then it's, it's so refreshing to see an actual ray of sunshine sit down thank you. next to us and, and provide a gift to all of us, man. You're great at what you do. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. I don't know what I'm doing. The current book is You Are My Sunshine by Sean Dietrich, Sean of the South, the story of he and Jamie, his wife, taking the Allegheny Trailhead in Pittsburgh and making it all the way several hundred miles and all the stories along the way. You will not want to miss that. You will not want to miss the Stars of Alabama, and you can register and sign up for the email delivery, I guess, is what yeah. I did. Where, where is that? Where do you get that? Uh, um you might just have to Google my name. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like you got a website or something. Yeah. 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 You can find my. Find I should know this. I'm sorry. But, I should um, too. You know. <laughs> but um, anyway, Sean, yeah. It's spelled the C N. That's right. S C A N. Yeah. Yeah. Very good stuff. So, what was your favorite stop on the trail? My favorite stop would have been uh, the end. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was long and arduous, and and you can look at me, and I'm kind of built like Herman Munster. I, I don't need to be competing in athletics, uh, so it was nice to be done. <laughs> What's one big takeaway you had? Uh, one big takeaway would be that uh, you can do a lot more than you think you can mm-hmm. if you if you if you force yourself to try. Yeah, and I. I love what you said. You got out there and it stretched you, and you didn't return to the same shape. No, we hike. Uh, we hike, Jamie and I, about three times a week now. Before this, uh, we would have never gone out and done anything like that. Yeah. Wow. Good to see you, my friend. I'm Thank so you. proud of the, proud of your success. And uh, folks, check it out. Sean Dietrich, Sean of the South. Anything he's writing. The new book, You Are My Sunshine. You do not want to miss this writing. Uh, it will. Uh, I'm getting on a plane in the morning, flying to California. It's going to make that plane fly faster. That's the way that works. <laughs> well, good to see you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Check you. it out. This is The Ramsey Show.
Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, Braden and Tristan are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Fantastic. Great. Good to have you guys. Where do you all live? At Tremont, Utah. Oh, fun. Welcome to Nashville. Thank and how you. much debt have you paid off? $54,400. Good for you. And how long did that take? Uh, seven and a half months. Good for you. And your range of income? I was about 60 during that time. Cool. What do you all do for a living? Uh, I work for Dominion Energy, natural gas company in Utah, mm-hmm. uh, pre-construction rep. Uh-huh. I'm an insurance specialist for a group of um, hospitals. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. What kind of debt was your 54? It was our house. Oh! oh. You have a paid... You're weird! <laughs> Looking at weird people. How old That's are right. you? How uh, old are you guys? 26. 25. Goodness! <laughs> You're insane, weird people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow! What's this house worth? Uh, about 320. Of course it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at you. And 100% debt-free and everything. 100%. Yes. Yep. Unbelievable. Okay, this is a great story already, but tell me how this happened. What's your Ramsey connection? How this whole thing come down? Yes, for sure. So uh, when I was 19, I got a truck and went $30,000 in debt for it, and I started a new position at a grocery store. Um, one of my best friends, Jace, uh, mentioned uh, your name to me because I was talking about the new truck, and he said that you can help us get out of debt. And so I went and looked up your website and YouTube and watched all the videos, and um, I found Financial Peace University, the uh, take-home kit. So we, I went and ordered that, and then uh, me and Tristan were dating at the time, and so I thought it would be great to take together. So we started taking that together. And uh, he's a real romantic, isn't <laughs> he? right? <laughs> yeah, hey, I got this. I got this financial class oh, yeah. we can watch. Fun date night. Oh yeah, <laughs> big time. Man. Your heart started beating so fast. <laughs> oh yeah, watch it down in the parents' basement. <laughs> so so yeah, we we took that class together. Um, uh, once we started taking the class, we didn't really have a financial foundation of what we wanted to do um, or what we should do um, for investing, saving. And I want to know how to get out of debt. Um, so we started taking those classes and. When you went running across the straight the, the stage and was yelling gazelle intensity and you got to run um that moment like just changed me uh it lit a fire up under me and it hasn't gone out since wow uh same with Tristan too um so we started working the plan separate um i learned how to budget do a zero based budget haven't missed one since um anyways we uh, got married uh may of 2016 mm-hmm. and um we i was still in debt with the truck we were about 21 22,000 left um, so we hit the ground running. We knew what we were going to do. We did some mock budgets before we got married. Um, and uh, that December, we um, paid the truck off, which was amazing. And then um, when we were dating and engaged, we made a crazy goal to um, bring our first child into, we wanted to bring our first child into a paid-for home. It's just something we both felt very strongly about. And uh, so we started working that plan. Um, we got... We paid off the truck. We got our emergency fund um, fully funded. And from 2017, the summer of 2017 to uh, October 2021, four years, we in Baby Step 3B. Uh, we were just renting. It was cheap rent the whole time. Um, so uh, we stacked up. We, we uh, paid 173000 for our down payment. Uh, <laughs> who are, I'm just looking at you in awe. Like, who are y'all? So, so we did like, I that. feel like I'm in the Matrix, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. We were just gazelle intense. We yeah. didn't stop. We just kept going. It was a big deal to us. 173 down, yep. and then you knocked the other 54 out. That's correct, yep. Meanwhile, it goes up in value. Yes, mm-hmm. it did, big time, yeah. And so fast forward to today, 
Baby on the way. Baby on yep. the way. Baby yep. girl, January fourth. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yep. All right. The story is just like they had a plan or something. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know what day it was for most of my nineteenth uh, the year. year. I was nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> and to think, man, good for you, dude. Thank wow. you so much. And, wow, and, and what you say your 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 salary has been this whole time? Uh, right now we're about one ten, but during okay. that is about sixty or so. Wow. <laughs> you got you got to make a million dollars a year to pay off your house, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, seriously, That's right? What they tell us. <laughs> How many people told you that everything you were doing wouldn't work? Oh, like a lot. So many. Yes. So many people. Most people. Yeah. Only told. How do you keep going with everybody telling you it's not going to work? This is our why right here. Yep. <laughs> our little girl. Yep. We didn't even know she was coming, but she was our plan the whole time. So, bro, she's never gonna know what you went through. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> she's gonna know two parents who just smile a lot. That's right. And crack up when the roof leaks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Wow. Man, that's just well done, you guys. Very, very well done. You're a powerful couple. Thank you so much. Very powerful. You are well on your way. You're going to be so wealthy and so generous. And uh, you have truly changed your family tree because you're working at a grocery store at 19 years old. And a guy says, you paid what for a truck? You need to eat this Ramsey stuff. <laughs> yep, that's right. And here we go. We end up with Financial Peace University as our date night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Hey, man, it keeps kids from making out. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, y'all don't come from money? No. Is this new for both of your both of you? Yeah. Or this level of discussion and intentionality? For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm just just watching you two. It looks like this is new. It's like y'all have created something out of. I mean, y'all took machetes and headed off into the jungle and cut your own new path. That's right. Yep. Made it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But family proud of you that you're in. Your oh own? yeah. Yes. yes for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. They got to be standing back going, "Wow." Yeah. Yeah. They've been awesome. Yeah. That's good. Good for you. All right, so you're exactly how old again? I'm 26. And 25. Mm-hmm. Baby January 4th. Yep. $350,000 paid for house, 100% debt free, making 110. So millionaires by probably 31. Yep. If the income doesn't change dramatically up, and it's likely to, is the trend in these situations. So it might be 30. But um, and depending on how fast the house goes up too, that'll affect it. But that's probably thirty, thirty-one, somewhere right in there. Right. Wow! Look you, at them; they're both nodding. They're like, "Yeah, Dave, it's in our spreadsheet." <laughs> we know. We kind of already run these numbers, Dave. We have a spreadsheet at home, we Dave. Know. We knew this. Yeah. We know. Yeah, this is uh pretty, pretty stinking cool. All right, what do you tell people the key to be to being here where you are? Absolutely, budgeting. You have to budget, but um, being on the same page with your spouse, you can't. You can't do it if you're not on the same page. You don't have the same goals. Um, How many times did you argue about <laughs> money, about money? About money? Yeah. Uh, we really haven't never. had a money fight. We really haven't. We've always been on the same page, same goal. Mm-hmm. It's made it so much, so much easier, and it's made our marriage just so much. And nothing's going to get in better. the way of the goal. Exactly. No. <laughs> I want to go on a trip. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, well, we got to go. Exactly. Yep. That's right. Yeah. And we can go on a trip anywhere we want to go. By God, now. Yes, we can. Yep. <laughs> so, what's the first big thing you're going to do with money now? Uh, we already went to Hawaii. Oh, to good. Celebrate. Let's celebrate. Yep. Yeah. Now we're just saving for our baby. So. Yep. <laughs> I haven't been to Hawaii yet, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I'll hey, listen, it. the number of times 18 and 19 and 20-year-olds have asked me, like, what do I need to be doing right now? And over the last few years, my answer has shifted to, 
Work like mad because you're going to open your eyes and be 25, 26, 27. And that 25, 26, 27 year old you is going to be really glad you didn't go to the bar and you took another shift and you didn't buy something stupid and you put some money in savings. And y'all are a walking testimony Man, that's like to that. Truth. Right. That's a like God's truth. Unbelievable, you two. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Golly, well you're inspiring done. me, man. An yeah. old man, you're inspiring <laughs> me. I'm grateful for you. Thank well, you. you guys are why we come down here and do this. We're so proud of <laughs> Thank you. you. You're Thank heroes. You all so much. You're absolute heroes. We got the uh, live and give bundle for you which is the total money makeover book for you to give away and inspire someone your lives are doing that but this will help you as well the uh baby steps millionaires book because you are on your way that's your next chapter for sure uh financial peace university one year membership again you've been through it so you'll be giving that away i I would imagine but whatever you want to do it's the live and give bundle enjoy it very very well done Braden and tristan from utah wow Fifty-four thousand paid off in seven and a half months that's house and everything Rock stars, count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. We're debt free! Yeah! Amazing! Wow! Moms and dads, if you got a 16 year old and you could turn them into one of those, you're a good parent. This is The Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Luke 12, 6 and 7. What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins? <sighs> Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Brene Brown says, worthiness does not have prerequisites. You're a big Brene Brown fan, aren't you, John? Yeah, she's a, she's a smart Houstonian. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, James. from my neck of the woods there, yeah. James is with us up next in Detroit. Hey, James, what's up? Uh, not much. Just uh, trying to get some advice. Cool. How can we help? All right. Well, I owe my parents $50,000. I'm happily willing to pay it all back. The faster, the better. Now, I work for one of the big three auto manufacturers, and I make about $100,000 a year. And next year, we're expecting a strike. So I'm wondering, do I pause baby step two to build up a strike fund? in order to weather that storm and then after that immediately give them everything i have down to my last thousand and then get a loan to cover everything that's left uh how long have you been there um at gm mm-hmm. or, sorry is that the auto manufacturer <laughs> one yeah. of the big three <laughs> yeah i guess i not, that one. it's not hard to narrow it down but i mean yeah go ahead yeah. I mean, how long have you been with gm Seven years. Okay. All right. Uh, you not had a strike during that time, I don't think, have you? No, uh, no, just the last contract. Oh, there was the last contract. When yeah. was that? Four years ago. So uh, you did strike four years ago. Yeah. For how like long? It was about two and a half months. 
three months. Really? I missed that. Okay. All right. So, um, given the current environment and your seven years of experience, what is your prediction on this strike that comes up next year? Um, would you say it's a 50-50 chance, a 10% chance that you strike? What would you guess? And I can't really... No, I mean, you have a... I know it's a guess. I said guess. What's your guess based on what you know? Because I don't have one. I'd say it's more likely than not, seeing as this is the best labor market for the worker we've had in decades. So you think it's greater than a 50% chance? Yeah. Then, yes, I would stop everything and I would pile up cash. All right. And then the day the, the, the day you get a contract, a new contract signed and the storm blows by, you write mom and dad a check. And uh, my goal would be to have enough cash to just pay them off. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If I don't have enough, get a loan so I owe I, the bank and not my I, parents. Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to have a contract for at least a year. Yeah. And if you're going to do this, this is not an excuse to go spend money. It's an excuse to nope. not work the debt snowball today and not not be on the total money makeover baby steps today, but instead push pause and pile up a huge storm fund as it, with the same intensity you would be using to pay off the debt. And so I'm guessing in one year you're going to have 50 grand because you're going to work extra. Yeah. You're going to live on, you're going to take all the OT you can get. You're going to do everything you can get to get extra money in. You're going to live on nothing, and you're going to pile up cash like you were getting out of debt. Instead, you're going to have a pile of it. So my goal would be to say when the contract is signed, we write mom and dad a check. All right. Let's make that the goal if you're going to pause. And if you got a greater than 50% chance of something happening, uh, and that's not based on drama, that's based on, you know, your experience of what's out there. What happened four years ago or four and a half years ago? Um, you're, you know, you're looking at, you're working in the middle of all this every day. You've got a more of a sense of it than I do. I really don't know what's going to happen. I don't have any clue. I don't even have a good hint. So I'm going to go with you on that. But I, I yeah, I, I would just do that. But let's have the goal of clearing it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna pull that, if you're gonna make that move. Yeah, that's that's my. That's my one caution, man. It's gonna that's gonna be hard not to spend that money piled mm-hmm. up in an account. Exactly. Be diligent. Steve is with us. Steve is in Pensacola. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm better than I deserve, Dave. How are you? Just the same. How can I help? um, Thanks, uh, Dave and John, for taking my call. I'm 73 years old. My wife is 71 years old. We are completely debt-free. Household income of $70,000. That includes uh, an adjunct teaching uh, position as well as Social Security. Um, We have not purchased uh, funeral arrangements for ourselves. Do you recommend that we do it so our children don't have to take care of it? And if so, uh, pay all at once or do it over... Uh, time. Maybe you should. You can do it. My, both of our parents did it. It saved us a lot of heartache uh, when they passed away a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would invest the money that you would pay for this instead of giving it to them. Okay. Because the inflation rate of funeral items is around the normal mm-hmm. inflation rates, so around four percent normally. Uh, I don't know okay. how much inflation in this current inflationary market is at the funeral world, but I don't prepay anything, uh, but I would set the money aside. And so go into the funeral home, completely pre-plan every detail, have a file at your house with every detail in it and a file at the funeral home in, with every detail in it so that they don't have to make any decisions. 
and uh, have a savings account over at the bank uh, that has that exact amount of money in it and tell them where that is and tell them where the file is. And if something happens to you, they walk in, get the file out and use the money. Uh, if you put the money okay. in a mutual fund, that's fine. That's what I've done. Uh, and uh, But the pre, what we have told people from for the last 30 years is pre-plan with as much detail as you think is going to give comfort to your family. In your case, sounds like a lot of detail. Um, and then do not prepay. All right. That's the plan that we use. So. Um, do you Did you specify in your will where you want to be buried or do you care i have not in the will no, okay left that alone um and uh you know what that's all shifted around and i i you just caught me i don't think i've addressed that in the in the file yeah yeah the, the ramsey file I yeah think there's a lot of other stuff covered but i've got some friends of mine that are very specific i want to be buried in this place and this particular home and then i i mean for me i don't i don't care it's not I, that i won't be here I, i'm not yeah i'm not worried about it uh but it, it is comforting the it's more decision, the, the more indecisions people. are already made. That's right. The less the people behind have struggle while they're grieving. Right. Well, and there's always the one cousin that thinks Dave should be back here in East Tennessee, and somebody wants him in Nashville, and someone yeah. wants him in Frank. So yeah, hmm. yeah. And uh, you know, I always really liked the lake. Well, exactly. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but that I'm not there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a thing. So yeah, the, he, he's right though. When his mom and dad passed, the fact that it was prepaid and preplanned, they just walked in and it was all done. Sign the paperwork is done. It was all set up, and it is it is um, you know death is enough. There's enough grief and sometimes even trauma around death to uh, have everything to not have that on you is a big release. Big time, yeah, yeah. So anything you can do to preplan, we're all for it. But I've talked to people that were 40 years old, their dad died or their grandpa died, and it was a mess. Mm -hmm. So they end up in the funeral home two weeks later and give the guy six or 8,000 bucks or 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 bucks, whatever it is, to prepay and preplan. Mm -hmm. And if you put that 15,000 in at 40 years old and leave it till you're 80, it, it's like a million dollars. Gotcha. Who are you, King Tut? <laughs> you know, you don't want to you don't want to do that. That's what prepaying does. Gotcha. Now, in his case, 73, I don't know what his life expectancy is necessarily. I didn't yep. ask for details, but um you know i guess normal would be well you've already he's there so but the uh, uh but you know if you got 10 years money's not gonna grow as much there you go. if you're 73 is when you're 40 but still uh I, I would set that in an investment i don't have a funeral fund in mind i've just got money yeah. that they can the family can access obviously to cover it um but the actual um you know, I at one time I had it all detailed out, and it shifted and moved, and I, I should go back and redo that. It doesn't take that long to sit and think about it and write it down. Oh, sure. And stick it in the file with a will. That's right. You know, yeah. it, cha it changes people's I lives. I think it's a healthy exercise, too. But yeah. Hey, be sure and check out all the deals at RamseySolutions.com at $10 right now, including Ken Coleman's Get Clear Assessment. You do not want to miss taking that. I took it the other day. It's life-changing. It's good stuff. Dr. John Deloney, good show today. Thank you. Well done, James, Andrew, Zach, Ben, and Austin in the booth. The booth dudes who did it again. I'm Dave Ramsey. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.
Hey, it's John Deloney, co-host of The Ramsey Show. Did you know over 18 million people listen to The Ramsey Show every week? A lot of those people listen on one of our 600-plus radio stations across the country. To find a station near you, go to RamseySolutions.com show. 